my goddess. It is you. I cannot believe it. It is I, the goddess queen, Jamila Asata Aset. And we are back. (sighs) Karibu. Welcome. We are back for season three of Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast. I am your host, the one, the only goddess queen, Jamila Asata Aset. And you are in for a very, very, very magical season three. So strap up your seatbelt, grab your water, and get ready for this ride. Let's go. You are now listening to Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast, brought to you by FreeTheFeminine.com. Peace and greetings, magical women. Goddess Queen Jamila Asata Aset here. And uh, today is a conversation, okay? We have Dr. Naima Nefertiti in the house, and she's really going to be going over some background story to kind of prepare you for her topic of expertise. Now, her specific topic of expertise, as you can see in the title, is all about pussy power. And even that word, it's still so inflammatory. It still triggers people. It's still considered to be an expletive. I remember when WAP first came out, WAP, What As Pussy, by Cardi B and Meg Thee Stallion, it was not only very uncomfortable for people to hear that just at large, but it was really uncomfortable for men. I mean, some men got angry, you know, just the idea of this word and the way that it was being thrown around and used just made a lot of people feel absolutely out of place. So Dr. Naima is really using this word with intention to speak openly about this particular portal. She believes deeply in healing the womb. She believes deeply in having conversations about sex, love, sexual trauma, relationships, childhood trauma, community, and so much more. And because of that, she even created a 21-day workbook that will help you to really dive in and explore what needs to be healed within your own womb space. So I'm really excited to offer this episode to you. We are both abroad and outside of the the confines of high-level internet and high-level communication connection. Dr. Naima is going to be recording from Hawaii in this episode, and me, I'll be in East Africa and Tanzania. So I invite you to just tune in, turn the volume up, and this is going to be part one of a two-part series. Let's go. Greetings, peace and greetings. We are so happy to have you here with us today on Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast. (laughs) It is such an honor to have you. 
Yes, please start just by introducing yourself to the women who are listening right now. My name is Dr. Naima Nefertiti, and I am a doctorate of philosophy and theology. I am also an author, um, an artist. I am a grand manifester of life and a lover of all reverence of life. Uh, one thing, it's really hard for me to introduce myself sometimes because I do not like really going into all of these nuances and titles and things. I really rather prefer myself as a, a spiritual priestess that is here to embody love. And if I could keep it done that simple, that would be great. However, you know, in this society, we thrive on titles. I know, however, I know, I know, however, you keep it simple how you want to keep it simple. This is, this is our yeah. world. <laughs> this is our world. We are on our yeah, I like to keep it simple. <laughs> that is awesome. Yes. I like to really consider myself as just like a galactic universal um, priestess that came yes. here to be a divine channel from the most high um, yes. every day, moving my ego out of the way. So then I could be a pure channel um, to for information and downloads to come through and then emit them out to the world. However, the most high deem necessary mm -hmm. in its most purest, hum you know, mm -hmm. humane humility in, in divine humility. And um, that's, that's a workout every day because the ego is always trying to make it yeah. every, every day. day, every day, every mm -hmm. single day, every single day. Thank you for that, sis. I really love that you um, are defining yourself on your own terms, because that is, that's a big part of um, what we're going to talk about today in terms of, you know, just defining ourselves you know, using terminology like pussy and really ascribing the power that we want to subscribe to these words and to these terminologies. Now, for, for the purposes of a working episode, a lot of what I'm, I'm going to be talking to you about really is going to center this discussion around the Black women as God. And I have to speak yes. specifically and say that because I know that this podcast has been uh, received by many women of many cultures, many ethnicities, many different uh, walks of life, and many different types of magic. You know, some of uh, the women who are listening are priestesses, some of them are Wiccan. Some of them are fairies. Some of them are brujas. So there are a large, there's a large variety of women who are listening. Um, and whether you're listening in the U.S., listening in Canada, listening in U.K., I have a really large European audience. So, uh, or and even in South Africa, wherever you are listening, I I see you and I acknowledge you. Um, and for the purposes of this conversation, you should know that this is really centered around the Black woman as God. And um, to be honest, Dr. Naima, I have looked high and looked low, and I don't really see a lot of discourse and dialogue around that theme. 
Okay. I don't really see a whole lot out there percolating and 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 writing. And I'm wondering, with all that we know now, right? With all that society has established so far, historically, uh, anthropologically, genetically, you know, looking at Africa as the motherland, the first place, blah, 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 all of this stuff. Why do you think that that uh, sentiment, that statement, that fact, that theory is still so hush-hush? Hmm. Well, that is the elephant in the room. And mm-hmm. we can address the elephant in the room because that has been in the elephant in the room for the past 4,000 years. And mm. because of the fact mm. of the fall of the matriarchal system, with every with every system fail, we learn something. Mm-hmm. And what I feel like I've been able to channel and learn from the fall of the matriarchal system to the rise of the patriarchal system is nothing in its totality work. Being a totalitarian just does not work. What we need is balance. Yes, the black woman is God, but guess what? God consciousness is everything in existence. It's everything. It's the ant, the blade of grass, it's the tree, it's the dirt, it's the water, it's the sun, the moon, the stars, the entire universe. It's everything. And until we understand how to have balance and the reverence of God consciousness, then every totalitarian system that we build will crumble until we really learn how to align with balance is the black woman god yes she is she is and we could talk about melanin and the womb and it being the birthing place of the universe and the gateway and the portal to all dimensions universally because it is however the implanter of the seed of thought is also god And I think that we are going to have to balance ourselves in this balance of God consciousness. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Thank you for articulating that in that way. And and the reminder of balance is so timely. Um, One of the reasons why I... I asked you to be on this podcast today is because I am just a, um, I'm just an appreciation at who you are and how you show up. And um, when we met, we met at Sacred Woman Ascension and you were there with your king man, your, your divine partner. And what I saw in this, partnership was just a lot of elements of balance a lot of elements of balance and and that's something that I want to um that I I would love for you to speak on because when you speak about balance of course there's balance in in all things there's balance in understanding there's also balance in our dynamic of love and as the priestess of love as the intergalactic priestess of love of divine love uh can you speak a little bit about how you do that how do you how do you balance this thing how do you balance 
um, life with a significant partner and continue to maintain the vibration of I and I while being in, in relationship with, with partnership? When I tell you that is a great question, that is a great question, a question that more people should ask really and truthfully themselves as well. However, I'm going to answer it from the standpoint of what I've experienced. And through my experience, what I learned is I had to learn how to balance the relationship of my masculine and my feminine within first. And once I learned how to balance my masculine and my feminine within, I was able to manifest and birth my divine partner through my portal. And he showed up. He showed up with the same balance of his divine masculine and his divine feminine within, leading with his masculine and knowing when to fall into his feminine to match my ebbs and flows. But that took me spending years. I've done two five-year bouts of total and complete abstinence um, from sex. And I won't say sexual thoughts. They, they would come up. But I would rechannel that energy into my sacred love and embodiment, embodiment of self. And I still would do all of my sacred movements and whines. Oh, I'm an island gal, so I'm going to whine my body, you know? <laughs> whine my waist and feeling myself and getting so filled up with love. I, I literally could be orgasmic without feeling like I need to be sexual, which is so different. It's, 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 so, it's so liberating. And I was able to do that for five years. In five years, I focused on myself. I focused on becoming one with all things therein contained with the universe. I, I felt myself embody the stars. I felt myself moving into nebulas. I felt myself sink into black holes. I felt myself creating new star constellations. I felt myself being the star, the sun, the moon. I felt myself sink into the waters of Oshun. I felt all of these dynamics and I felt them wholeheartedly. I learned how to date myself, court myself, love myself, carve out time for myself, create balance within my family. Before I tried to create that balance, I was able to create boundaries as well and like okay I cannot get in a partnership in a relationship and start to create healthy boundaries if I first do not have healthy boundaries with myself and once I was able to get once him and I started developing our relationship one of our very important key pieces that we do is we have couple spiritual work that we do together without fail and Every week, we have our couple's spiritual work that we um, indulge in. And it consists of Q's and A's, questions and answers, um, reading couple spiritual material, dissecting that, speaking about, you know, our milestones in our relationship, speaking about what our difficulties have been, how can we, you know, move through those things with more peace and ease, understanding, compassion, and empathy for each other's childhood trauma and sexual trauma. And a lot of people think that they only have sexual trauma if they've been molested or abused sexually, but sexual trauma goes deeper than that. 
Um, if you have watched porn, you have been sexually traumatized. If you've had sex before you're ready, you have been sexually traumatized. If for a male, if he's had sex with a woman without really loving her, that's sexual trauma. And the sexual trauma is so deep that you had to spend time with yourself to be able to uncover the layers of um, sexual wow. trauma. Bring that up to the forefront, heal those layers of sexual trauma, create the boundaries, love yourself. And then you can start to really magnetize what a balanced relationship looks like and feels like. Peace and greetings, magical woman. This is a commercial. I just want to invite you to something that I've created that you are absolutely going to love. I have just now launched the Soft Life Incubator Program. The Soft Life Incubator Program is a three-month-long incubator that's going to help you to gain clarity and improve your femininity, to understand what soft life means to you, and build it for yourself. You'll walk away with an entire album of your new life, mind, body, and soul. If you felt like parts of your feminine have been hidden and tucked away, this is your opportunity to completely unleash the feminine within. You'll learn how to improve that feminine element in your life, how to see the true side of your divine feminine that you may have hidden for a very long time. You'll get clear on how to nurture yourself, improve your physical appearance with our beauty challenges. You will also even revamp your self-care. This program is going to teach you how to find yourself in relationship with the sensual and sexual sides of you that have been suppressed for years. When you graduate from the Soft Life Incubator, you'll know how to operate in your power. Because femininity isn't all about being soft. It's truly about being powerful. It's time to demystify the true source of your feminine nature. If you're serious about joining the Soft Life Incubator, visit the website freethefeminine.com. Time is of the essence, and our next workshop is April the 30th. Class begins in May. Join the Soft Life Incubator now and ignite the magic that lies dormant within. Wow, 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 okay. Let me make sure my notebook is ready, okay? Because um, you brought up a lot of <laughs> a lot of great things. Like my my uh, my womb space is just on fire right now. <laughs> so I'm like, which direction? Which direction? Which direction? Um, but I want to back up a little bit because I want to give the uh, the listener right now a, a really in depth mm-hmm. opportunity to get to know you right now like just to mm-hmm. just to know who she's speaking to because I I kind of wished you on I was like oh that's a match this is a match 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 like the, the mm-hmm. card games that we used to play as kids flip it over yes is this ma- mm-hmm. no, okay that one doesn't match nope okay flip over again okay no that that's not it but I think I saw it okay flip that over again yep boom that's a match that's my sister bring her on okay give thanks and praise so now we're matched and now we're here I love that. <laughs> It's, it's easy. Yes, that's, that's I love my life. that about you. 
Yes, I love that about you. I can feel that about you. I was actually telling my team man about about that before we got on to this this interview. Because he was asking me a bunch of questions about it and where he could find it. I said, you know, I know none of that. I said, I've never been on a podcast. I don't know how many listeners. I said, but see, I'm moving in divine synchronicity with her womb. And I want to talk about that about how we ignore divine synchronicities with each other's Mm -hmm. wombs Mm -hmm. as portals. I recognize the divinity in her and I synced into her portal and got on her time. Mm-hmm. without questions we don't always have time for all those questions come on Sometimes somebody. we need to just know and sink into Move. the knowingness of that god mm-hmm. is consciousness i know she's mm-hmm. god is consciousness and mm-hmm. i trust that and that's all mm-hmm. i need to know and i'm ro- and I'm, and I'm moving with that that's it and i give thanks for that sis i give thanks i give thanks that we are uh in alignment in that way because that is one of the things that that I knew walking into um, our community, our sacred sisterhood, that mm-hmm. I would I would be um, I would be indulged with, and I would be surrounded by I would be surrounded by opportunities to connect in alignment, mm-hmm. in synchronicity under the, under the eye of the divine mother and the divine father. So that is something that I'm I'm grateful for, and I, I see you, and I give thanks to you for mm-hmm. that. Um, and just so you know, and everyone who's listening knows, I wouldn't have even been able to answer that question of how many people are listening until two days ago, literally two days ago for the first time, I went into the back end of my podcast because I, I switched producers. My old producer, bless him, Khalil, is still in the States. And so now that I'm living in Africa, I haven't been able to to work with him, you know, and he was the one who did all the back end stuff. I would literally just record and he would upload and do this and do that. So I had wow. to go into this back end thing and I was so confused and I was like, I don't, I don't know what to, I don't know where I'm going. So I have a new p- producer. His name is Alvin. He's amazing. He's here in Tanzania. And so um, I had to give Alvin the login and he went in the, you know, back end and then we started exploring together. And girl, I found out that there are the, my podcast has been downloaded thirteen thousand times. 13, wow! There's at least thirteen thousand. Can you Let's celebrate that thirteen moment. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, Wait a minute. <laughs> and it's it, it. Thank you so much. It it was my it was mind blowing and very humbling to me because this episode is is a, is. A new it's a new episode and it's in our newest newest season but okay. the last season uh wasn't I haven't published a season since 2021 okay mm. so I took a whole year off last year 2022 and so in taking that year off I was like okay people people you know the the, the buzz gonna die down and you know, um, you know, the, the magical women not going to really be listening like that anymore. But even up until last month, there were downloads were still popping 500 downloads, 300 mm-hmm. downloads the month before oh that. So I'm like, oh, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. oh okay. Let's, 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 let's together because y'all out there, I see you. I see you out there listening. 
I see you. Thanks and praise for you tuning in. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for you. I got you. I got you. Because I know there's a lot of things that you haven't learned when it comes to divine femininity. And guess what? That is your divine right. You're supposed to know all of these things. That's your right to know all of this. And so much has been stripped away. So much has been hidden. So much has been put out of, just out of reach. So it is, it is my divine duty as a master divine feminine teacher to make sure I deliver, that I deliver the product. And I made a commitment when I left the United Snakes of America. I made a commitment. <laughs> I made a commitment. As my Aunt Vivian would say, the United Snakes of America. Right. I made a commitment to continue to keep the honing mm. signal alive because I think of it the way right. I picture it Doctor, and, I'm, and I'm full of these these imaginative you know metaphors and whatnot when I picture it I pick I picture this journey this podcast journey I picture this like a radio station and I see that the person who I am speaking to this spiritual woman this mad this element of magic this element of divinity she is out in a war zone Okay, very often she's out in a war zone by herself because she's not surrounded by other people who are aware and conscious of the spiritual power, the, the, the alchemy that, that exists. It's like being out in a war zone in the matrix. And she's out there with her backpack. She's out there with her weaponry. She's she's journeying. She's walking through different different pieces of the path, interacting with people. But every once in a while, she stops and she takes out this radio. And it's an AM, FM radio. And when she takes out that radio, you got to turn to the AM station. You can't, you can't be on an FM station to catch Rise of the Divine Feminine Podcast. We are clearly an AM station, okay? Because AM stations really be having the juice. That's really where it's at is the AM. And so she takes out that radio every once in a while and tunes in and finds this station. And I and I made a commitment to her that as long as she continues to walk that walk, as long as she continues to continue to, to take step after step to get to her destination, I will continue to show up and be the guiding light and be the voice. So that by the time we actually do meet, by the time you actually get this map and get, get and I, I guide you to this destination, that we will be in sacred reunion, okay? Mm. Because I will be meeting you in the physical form for the first time, even though I've known you your whole entire life. We've known each other because we are one, we're the same. So that is how I picture this journey and, and the reason why I'm so committed to bringing the best of the best of the best on this podcast to speak, to teach, to share wisdom, to, to offer that energy so that you stay encouraged, so that you know there's more. There's more. The, Dr. Naima is living in Hawaii right now. And so we're connecting across land masses. We're, we're connecting across, we're time traveling, okay? She's, she's speaking to me in the afternoon. I'm, you hear the roosters crowing. It's, the sun hasn't even come up in, in my side of town yet. So we are, we are extending our hands. I'm extending my hands. She extended her hands so that we can hold hands and connect in this moment and be with you mm -hmm. as you are tuning in 
to this podcast. So please, Dr. Naima, tell tell the listener as she is settling in and, and getting cozy, tell her about your 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 bed of nurture. You mentioned earlier that you're a Caribbean woman. Tell us more about who nurtured you. How were you nurtured into being the priestess, the element that you are right now in this moment? Tell us more. Peace and greetings, magical woman. This is a commercial. I just want to invite you to something that I've created that you are absolutely going to love. I have just now launched the Soft Life Incubator Program. The Soft Life Incubator Program is a three-month-long incubator that's going to help you to gain clarity and improve your femininity, to understand what soft life means to you and build it for yourself. You'll walk away with an entire album of your new life, mind, body, and soul. If you felt like parts of your feminine have been hidden and tucked away, this is your opportunity to completely unleash the feminine within. You'll learn how to improve that feminine element in your life, how to see the true side of your divine feminine that you may have hidden for a very long time. You'll get clear on how to nurture yourself, improve your physical appearance with our beauty challenges. You will also even revamp your self-care. This program is gonna teach you how to find yourself in relationship with the sensual and sexual sides of you that have been suppressed for years. When you graduate from the Soft Life Incubator, you'll know how to operate in your power. Because femininity isn't all about being soft. It's truly about being powerful. It's time to demystify the true source of your feminine nature. If you're serious about joining the Soft Life Incubator, visit the website freethefeminine.com. Time is of the essence, and our next workshop is April the 30th. Class begins in May. Join the Soft Life Incubator now and ignite the magic that lies dormant within. Well, I'll start in the physical because I think that's our point of reference as humans having the spiritual experience. My first point of nurturing, of course, was in my mother's womb. Um, She had a very toxic uh, womb that I needed to come in and alchemize. I agree from the spirit realms to come in and alchemize my mother's womb through toxic sex, toxic thoughts, toxic foods, toxic beingness. And my mother said when I, she was pregnant with me, my father automatically knew that I was a light being coming through. He knew because she said she treated me her different when she was pregnant with me because my father was extremely abusive. However, he did not abuse my mom when she was pregnant with me. She said she had him, her take more vitamins and drink more water and eat healthier foods and took all the sugars and the dyes and the processed food. All of that got taken out of my mom's diet when she got pregnant with me. So I knew I came to alchemize my mother. And when I was born, my father right away started pouring 
into me in a way that he wasn't pouring into my, my siblings. And that was my first point of nurturing was, was spirit guiding my parents on how to nurture me and what to do with me, even though I needed to be born in hell. Because literally the way I grew up was a, was a hell and a prison. However, I was, I wanted to be there so I can see what hell feels like. You can't guide anyone from hell to a heaven state of consciousness if you haven't been there. You cannot lead people into a paradisic state. And I literally live in what people call paradise. If you haven't first been to hell and then climb yourself out to, to paradise. That was my first point of reference. And along the way, there's been many other nurturers and educators and mystics and high level beings that have came and nurtured me and led me in the right direction spiritually. Even when I thought I was alone, I never been alone. And, and most, far most important of all, I've gotten nurturing from the divine mother and father, the gal my galactic parents and my elders and ancestors. My ancestors have been walking with me for a long time and I've been very cognizant of that, very young. You know, I could feel them. I used to sit with them outside. I would feel the wind and I could feel my ancestors. I'm talking about as a child because I wasn't a very um, talkative child. I didn't let people know what was in my mind. I, ne I never gave anybody the opportunity to lead me somewhere different than where I knew I needed to go. I, I didn't sit down and share that information with my parents or my cousins or my aunties or my uncles no one I kept it to myself I knew what I knew and I just sat with it and I just grew with it and it was able to hone in on those spiritual gifts a whole lot more um intricately and so now because I am embodying my spiritual gifts and I know what I know what I know what I know because I am that I am and not in a in a egotistic narcissistic way but in a way that I know that spirit is channeling through me, this vessel, this body, and this body and vessel is being used to receive nurturing and to give it as well, freely. Thanks, thanks. I just, I, I love that. And I, um, I love your way of articulating these different sources that have nurtured you. You talked about galactic parents, you talked about birth parents, you talked about ancestors, you talked about uh, the divine feminine, you know, so many elements of nurture uh, that you were able to receive, that you were able to receive. And um, I'm curious, can you, like, can you just tell us a little bit about um, what all of that has, has helped you to offer right now you are now listening to rise of the divine feminine podcast brought to you by free the feminine.com wow what a great first part to this two-part series with Dr. Naima Nefertiti. Now, we're going to be moving on with the next release, and the next release is going to offer part two of this podcast episode. 
as usual, we're jumping into topics and going a little further. The next podcast, I'll just give you a heads up, might even have some triggering topics within it. So please continue to show up and learn what it is that spirit has for you in this moment. I'll see you in the next episode. I love you. I'm rooting for you. Thank you. Peace.